Hello, welcome to our podcast for our English project. Um, my name is Kenzie Ravston. My name's Theo Roberts. And I'm Emily Eigenbrode. And today we're going to be talking about fentanyl. So first we're going to talk about what is fentanyl. So fentanyl is actually a narcotic that treats severe pain. However, it is often misused and is often laced with other drugs such as heroin or meth or really anything else you can think of. And according to the DEA, fentanyl is being mixed with other illicit drugs to increase the potency of the drug. And it can be sold as powders or nasal sprays or pretty much in any form you can think of. And this kind of makes it very highly addictive for people. So it pulls people in, it gets them stuck, and then they can't get off of it. So not only that, but it is also used as a pharmaceutical, and that's what it's supposed to be used for. So generally, it is used for treating severe pain in either cancer patients or if you have immense pain after surgery. And this is because it is 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. Mm -hmm. And only about the tip of a pencil, it can kill you. You have to be very careful with it if using it as a pharmaceutical use. Yeah, so often when doctors will give it to you, they'll give it to you in very, very small doses. And obviously, they know what dose is good for you. So they won't give enough to actually hurt you. They'll give enough to where it'll make you feel better. And it, as long as you choose to stay on that path that the doctor has laid out for you and continue on that, then everything should work well. It all should come together and it should all work together. Yes. So with that, there are people who do not know the correct dosages, and that is what makes it so highly addictive. And we came across a current fentanyl addict who is currently homeless through an interview. In the interview conducted, he started with his upbringing filled with drugs and abuse. His stepfather was a drug dealer who forced him to come along and would use him by telling him that he would hurt his stepsister if he did not listen. And to give an idea of how rough it was to start, before foster care, he was extremely malnourished with broken ribs, lacerations up and down his back, 40 pounds at just the age of six, bruises and burns from when his stepfather put cigarettes on him as he told him to be quiet. And, of course, that would already start you off with having a hard life and making it easier to want to go for something to forget. And his life did continue to be hard. Everyone died, including his sister, who was being raped to death by the stepfather. His grandparents died, and his girlfriend ended up in a fatal car accident. And even his sponsor died. Everyone he had stayed sober for was now gone. In his life currently, he is in danger by those who rob him and the fentanyl he takes. He mentioned that there are hardly any times that he had been happy and hardly any times he had been sad because due to how addictive it had become, he only cared about dying and his drugs. The interviewer asked if he had felt helpless against the fentanyl addiction, and he said definitely. He did try to quit four to five times, but every time he did, it would freak him out and make him extremely anxious, and he would have the urge to get up. He would feel completely wrong without it. He believes that he has a better chance of dying than getting clean. And this is really sad because this is what many people in the United States, they live through. Many people suffer from addictions, whether it be from fentanyl or alcohol or heroin or any other type of addictive substance, even coffee. And when I found it very interesting when he said that he didn't feel happy and he didn't feel sad. He was just in that numb space and that numb space, it can, it can be very harmful to you yourself, it makes you like a living vegetable almost in a way. Exactly. So. And kind of like 
both of you guys mentioned, like addiction is really hard to beat. It's kind of this constant cycle of like, okay, I'm clean. Well, maybe something happened to where now I'm not clean anymore. And that's kind of what happens for a lot of Americans. Mm -hmm. And to continue on with that, he had mentioned in the interview that with quitting, there are a lot of side effects that are even worse than the side effects that he had had taking them. So even when they do quit, it's still extremely hard for them, and it doesn't make it any easier to quit. And I feel like he also said, let me look it back and see if he can find it. Um, But it said he tried to quit four to five times. Kind of going back to Emma's, addiction is very, very hard to beat. It's not something that's like, here, one and done. I've beaten addiction. I'm never drinking again. I'm never taking this fentanyl again. You have, it takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work, and it's so easy to slip back into those issues of like, well, this thing makes me happy. Does it, though? You have to question yourself, or does it, though? And you have to start questioning your own mind, almost in a way. It, it just seems like such a way that it just causes harm to people mm-hmm. and their livelihood. Awesome. Well, you guys might also be wondering, where did it come from? And according to the DEA, fentanyl originally came from China. And this is because um, it's, it has the primary source for fentanyl and other substances that are very much related to it. And, but it doesn't just come through China. It, China ships it out to many different places in the world, just like it does to anything from our books to our clothing. And so it most of that... Um, industry around fentanyl is sent to Mexican cartels. And these cartels are getting lots of business by selling these drugs. And they sell them in high volumes and smuggle them across the border, which is how it's becoming so known in the United States and creating such an issue and problem. Because of how much it has come into the United States, statistically, nearly 92,000 people have died by drug overdose in 2020. And it has raised tremendously over time. Like, for example, in 2010, there's 21,088 deaths to 2017, 47,600, and 2020, 68,630. And I think that's really crazy because it just shows you this isn't just a small issue in our country anymore. It's this big issue. It's causing lots and lots of different problems for many different people. And people are dying. And it's not on the news every single time. If people don't know about the dangers, and if they do, they're either using it and don't care about it, or they, are, they aren't using it. And I also think it's really important to note that a lot of the people that are suffering from this, it's generally people 30 and over that are switching to fentanyl, as they've already gotten used to the meth and heroin that they're on. So they're wanting something stronger. And fentanyl is what they're looking for because it is so much stronger. Because if you look at heroin and meth, how long have they been around? A very, very long time. And so as our community gets more and more used to that, they're going to move on to worse and worse drugs that are going to cause so many more issues as they people continue to become addicted to this and continue to die, unfortunately. But... Um, it, this drug is very dangerous, as we have mentioned several times, because of its addictive um, properties. And there is no quality controls in the United States right now. It's, like I said, it's coming from those Mexican cartels that have all this power to just ship it across the U.S. border without being found. And this causes effects like being able to... Let me find it. Sorry. It, it creates a habit, and it 
it, if it's treated, used correctly, and prescribed correctly through doctors, then it won't cause things. But if it's used incorrectly, it can cause that harm and death. And it's just, it's really sad that this is what our country has came to is we're so, have so many drugs and drug uses. And kind of like you said, like with the counterfeit pills, like that's what makes it so much more dangerous is the fact that people are thinking they're buying meth, which obviously is dangerous, but they don't know that it's laced with fentanyl. Mm -hmm. And it's so bad because fentanyl, as we had said before, is a lot more potent. So it will affect them a lot more than that. And it is even more addictive than any of the other drugs that have been listed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast about fentanyl. Don't do drugs, obviously. It's a smart human thing to do. And you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.